0: Man Bites God presents Theater Theater of the world. World
1: So in the recent weeks, I feel that my introductions to the Theatre of the World podcast have come under a fair bit of unfair scrutiny. (laughs) Really? I feel that I've been attacked Mm. with some fairly uh, 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 harsh words about uh, my non-linear but quite charming uh, introductions to the show. So to remedy that, uh, for the final podcast episode of this series season four theater of the world thing mark i want you to put some loungy music under this Mm -hmm. and we're going to do a proper introduction to this episode excellent hi you guys and girls out in podcast land hey you're tuned in to the number one podcast with the most podcast it's a hard word to say hey theater of the world i'm james
2: i'm mark and I'm Chris.
1: And we're your grooving podcast daddy-os with a little episode of theatre the, of the world of thing of theatre that we like to call Pranks. There you go. Is that a oh, better introduction? Yeah, it
0: was Pranks. Good. Pranks. Pranks.
1: I, was, I, was, I fucked it up a bit, but I was up all night. Yeah. No, it was good. I was practicing it in front of a mirror, completely naked. <laughs> well, and every so often, sometimes I'd lose confidence and I'd go, oh, is this the right introduction? The boy's going to like it. I'd yeah. look at my cock. Yeah. I'd be
2: alright.
0: I like that you did it naked today as well.
2: Yeah,
1: I had to it, harness the power of yeah. naked.
2: That was quite a prank. Have you
1: quite noticed pr- that that when you're naked, everything's real? Do you know what uh, I mean by that? Like uh, like yeah. everything's real.
2: Have Have mm. you seen that uh, the the new the latest craze is naked yoga? Yeah, in, like disturbing. shared in a room. Uh, yeah, yeah, a group of people with no clothes on getting into. Uh, basically contorting mm-hmm. themselves into oh. very oh. yes. yuck. You know, that's, that's like a about. that's like a procedural.
1: Uh, okay, so let's start the episode of pranks mm-hmm. with the way we start the episode of all.
0: I mean, I had one good bit. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> oh, actually, I don't have any fact bombs today. No fact bombs. Well, oh, that's cool. Gotcha!
2: Hey. Hey? I feel like there's gonna as be if, a few pranks. As if in I this wouldn't episode. have fact bombs.
1: As if you wouldn't type <laughs> pranks into Google. As long <laughs> as
2: there is Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> as if that wasn't gonna happen. Gotcha. Gotcha, okay.
2: guys. Nice. Stop it. <laughs> nice, nice gotcha. Stop looking at me. Alright, oh. let's sing the theme. Fact bombs, fact <laughs> bombs. Mark's Go got a fact, fact
1: bombs. bombs. Sorry, I forgot the theme. <laughs> I didn't really forget the theme. (laughs) Ha ha! Uh, There's going to be a lot of boing sound effects in this this episode. This whole whole episode's (laughs) a prank. This whole episode's a prank on the discerning podcasting public.
0: The Christmas of pranking, surely, <laughs> <laughs> would have to be April Fool's Day. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and a popular theory for the origin of the holiday of, uh, of April Fool's Day is it was it stems from those who uh, continued to celebrate New Year's Day on April the 1st after the 1582 implementation of the Gregorian Christian calendar and they were mocked as fools or fish. <laughs> In several countries, the fish is a common symbol of the tradition. Fish is a fool. Yeah. Uh.
1: Fish is also a very popular Christian symbol.
0: Yeah. 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 So make your own connection there. It's a recipe. Yeah.
1: Cook with fish. Cook with a Christian. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) What?
2: Cook (laughs) with a fool. Oh, that's it? Fact bombs? (laughs) No. Oh, god, no. no, No, There are more. There is an S. There's plural. So
0: in in Scotland, uh, April Fool's Day is traditionally called Hunt the Galk Day. Gauk is Scots for a cuckoo or a foolish person. I think
1: tra- cuckoo makes more sense. Yeah. Than fish. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The traditional prank is to ask someone to deliver a sealed message requesting help of some sort. <laughs> In fact, the message reads: "Dinner laugh, dinner smile, ha- hunt the gauk another mile." Um, the recipient, upon reading it, will explain he can only help if he first contacts another person and then sends the victim to this person with an identical message.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's... Oh,
0: so complex. <laughs> one of, And one of the most famous pranks... Uh, The the, the most famous uh, television pranks, probably the first one, in fact, was in 1957 when the BBC television program Panorama showed the Swiss harvesting spaghetti from trees. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It is funny. And they claimed uh, that the despised pest, the spaghetti weevil, had been eradicated. A large number of people contacted the BBC wanting to know how to cultivate their own spaghetti trees. <laughs>
2: uh see that was way prior to the internet, wasn't it? Yeah, it really. Because everybody go to the internet to find out how to cultivate a spaghetti tree now.
1: And mm. then realise.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Fact bombs.
1: Nice. That was good fact bombs. Thank Very you. nice.
2: Oh, can I just um have mm. a sort of a, a continuation of your um mm. of your most famous April Fool's Day yeah, prank? Yeah, yeah. Because I discovered an, I discovered that one as well, so thanks for that. Um, <laughs> but there's another one.
1: <laughs> so four series in. Finally, we've doubled up on material.
2: Uh. Um, the uh, 1976, mm. um, Patrick Moore announced on the BBC that the there would be a rare alignment of planets, uh, Pluto and Jupiter, and they would occur at exactly 9:47 a.m. And that when this event happened. Uh, there would be a complete lack of gravity on the planet and that everybody should jump at that moment um, to experience the effects of anti-gravity, um, uh, the the weightless moment. And, uh, and he was actually on the air at 9.47 and said, jump now. And then people actually called in to say they had experienced it. They felt that reduction in uh, in weight. So
1: that's when a prank becomes group psychosis? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Great. That's
2: uh, the crazies all getting
0: together. Yeah. Nice fact bombs, thanks. Thanks. What thanks for th- thanks for your addendum to the fact yeah. bombs, Chris. Yeah, no, that's all right. That's my pleasure. I have a letter that I need you to deliver. Do
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what that letter should say? Really, in, in nowadays in this day and age, the mm. letter should say, kick whoever's holding the letter in the balls as hard as you can. For f- for funny. For funny. For, yeah. Funny. for yeah, funny.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm. Um, I'd like to hearken back to Mark's hilarious <laughs> joke that he played on us earlier, Chris. Oh. Do you remember that when he said he had no fact bombs? Yes. So, um and then he had fact bombs. Yeah. Oh. That's clever. The old one two. Mm. Yeah. The old setup the the knock it down. The bait and switch. Yeah. Yeah. The old Mark Woodward special. <laughs> <laughs> Starts up here, ends yeah, slightly disappointing. Yeah. And the um Uh, The reason I want to bring it up, and and partly it's what made, the first thing that popped in my head when when we decided we were going to do pranks Mm. for this episode was this story. Mm. This really happened to me. I'm uh, 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 in drama class in year 11 at the Victorian College of the Arts. And Mm. our teacher, quite a a young woman, um, was, uh, look she's a bit flighty, a bit all Mm. over the place, as you'd expect from a drama teacher at the Victorian Mm. College of the Arts. And she said this to me, and no hint of a lie, this is how it went. Yeah, yeah, you know, Midsummer Night's Dream. Me and my sister were were in a production of Midsummer Night's Dream uh, when we were in high school. I said, oh, were you? And she said, nah, I don't really have a sister. (laughs) Fooled you. (laughs)
0: That's great.
1: And then I had to take her aside and explain what a joke was. That's not a joke. Everyone listening, that's not a joke. Telling someone something that they couldn't possibly know was not right and then correcting it is not a prank. No. It's weird.
2: Yes, that is.
1: Oh, the other day I wore a pink T-shirt. Not really. It was... (laughs) Watermelon. It was <laughs> ah, jokes on you. It's not really on me. I think the joke's probably on you because you don't know what a joke is. And you're wearing a watermelon t-shirt. And you're wearing a watermelon t-shirt, Chris. Yeah. The
0: um. <laughs> and, you're <Chris. laughs> and you're Chris. Hey. And,
2: and you know
1: what? April Fool's Day is the most annoying day of the year uh, for that mm-hmm. reason. Lamer and lamer pranks and stunts and. Bollocks! Mm. Oh, just stop already. Enough. We get it. It's hilarious, or it isn't.
2: again <laughs> Well, I I think um there are definitely a lot of very very awful April Fool's Day, oh. um uh you know gags. Mm. Um, some of them I I, I think are good because they're funny. You can tell, but you always see the 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 handful of people who completely fall for it. Mm. But that's the, um, the
1: joke is cruelty because the joke is you sit there and you eye oh, I get that it's a joke. And then you sit up on your pedestal of knowing it's a joke and go,
2: ha-ha, foolish people. Because without
1: the foolish people, there's no joke.
2: Do you know what pranking is called? You know, there's a lot of reality TV type pranking, mm. um, uh, which is like... Like gotcha things. Like gotcha, gotcha things. Um,
0: it, is it like punked? When you get yeah, punked, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Where do you we've, know
1: what? we've spent the last forty years uh, convincing the, this man that this woman loves him, but
2: she doesn't. It's uh, <laughs> exactly. It's cheap television. Well, that wouldn't yeah. be. And um, <laughs> the television networks relate. Rec- <laughs>
0: it's a job for life. Bro. That's a tough <laughs> job. That, that, for that, that is actor. forty
1: years. That is a full career. Yeah. Imagine her dying. What did you do for a living for forty years? I, I pretended, pretended to, to be, be in, in love. love. <laughs> <laughs> For a TV show that was cancelled after the second series,
2: Yeah, he tells you on April Fool's Day. They didn't. They didn't tell us. It was renewed because it was April Fool's <laughs> Day. <laughs> the um, uh, they call out in in the industry. They call it reality hacking. Mm. Reality hacking. Good. That's of not course prank. they do. They can call it Juji face. It's the same fucking shit. Yeah, but ha, I don't know if you've seen this. There is a uh, there's a there's, well, there used to be a a television series. Um, that Shannon Doherty hosted, um, <laughs> which was... Beverly Hills No. it was called, it was called <laughs> Scare <laughs> Tactics. Literally, I still have a career. Literally, <laughs> I think the cruelest um, prank show on television. Mm. And the idea was that they created these situations in which people thought they'd seen a ghost or an alien or, like, they literally they would hire someone as a temp... One of the episodes I saw there was, a, there was a woman who was hired as a temp in an office, and then an actress came in wearing kind of old clothes—not old clothes—that sounds like she's homeless. Um, <laughs> wearing clothes from the the 1800s, and stood in the corner and wouldn't talk to her, and then walked out, and somebody else walked in and went, and she's gone. Did you see that that person? Because I I didn't, and they would go, no, I didn't see I didn't see them. So they would literally make people think they were having some kind of psychotic episode. Every every single prank in that thing made people question whether their sanity was mm. slowly eroding, which I found to be disgraceful. How many episodes did you watch? I watched one episode. Okay. And over and
0: um, over again.
2: <laughs> but apparently one woman who it's was phone. pranked, and how freaky is this? Her friends were in on it. Um they were driving across the desert somewhere in the US and they had fixed the car so it would break down and did a full um, close encounters, lights, alien coming up, smashing on the the window, on the doors. She freaked out and then threatened to sue them for psychological damage Mm. and... And the Post show's romantic stress disorder. Mm. The not show's producers went, oh, look, it's just people taking it too seriously. No, that's fucking scary. <laughs> I, I don't care what people say. That is just cruel television. Have yeah. you noticed, though, with those shows, because there's a bunch of them, yeah. and then
1: they sort of disappear, yeah. and they sort of disappear because they kill someone or someone sues them for a huge amount of money. They go mm. too far. Yeah. And they just go, so they go, oh, I remember sort of that show. Oh, it's not on anymore. Yeah, the reason it's not on is because yeah they destroyed someone's life
2: i just find that whole thing really horrible yeah it's bullying in a weird sort of way well, not in a it's, weird it's, you know, way it's
1: it's absolutely bullying yeah. and it's creepy and weird mm.
2: and of course everybody has a bit of a laugh afterwards cuz they don't want to look like a dick a,
0: at oh, the end but they go the home and cry the final
1: camera yeah. shot like no i hate i hate all that shit mm. that's fucked
0: chris is so Yeah pranks <laughs> You know you know
1: just reiterating the theme of the show after you say anything is not helpful. I <laughs> ah, did a poo pranks is not It's not seamless podcasting. <laughs> That's all I'm it's turned into performance art. <laughs> oh Christ. James's list of things. Excellent.
0: James's list of things. James's list of things. James has got some things to list.
2: Ding. This Pranks is rather edition.
0: D- what? Pranks edition.
1: You're doing it again. Yeah. This is rather nifty that it follows on from that weird rant. Um, this is something I wrote 20 years ago in uh, uh, a newsletter that myself and my, my good friend Gregory Mackay made... Uh, in 1994, yes. we we made three pages of a newsletter, and then we made uh, like four of them, so four three-page newsletters, and we sent it in the mail to our friends as just like a fun, you know what it was? It was like a podcast, Mm. like before there was podcasts. It was a zine. It was a zine. We We made uh, a zine. Gregory's a very talented artist Mm. um, and uh, and I...
0: You're his friend.
1: I (laughs) knew him. And uh, I made (laughs) coffee. And the rule was that you had to write it or draw it format it, put it together. And by formatting and putting together, I mean literally cutting and pasting things, photocopy it and send it out all in one night. It all had to be made in one night. That was our insane, pointless rule. And recently he discovered them in uh, a bin and sent them to me and um, they're awful. But, well, I mean, his drawings are wonderful. He's a very talented man, even back then. My stuff was terrible. This is the best of it, though. Um, This is something I wrote 20 years ago called zany practical jokes. <laughs> nice. This is the first James's list of things. Number one, take a bullet and carefully engrave a witty message in it, such as, I thought you'd get a bang out of this. <laughs> then load the bullet into a gun and shoot someone in the face. The police medical expert who examines the corpse will be in fits of hysteria. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Using several large trucks and hundreds of people, move your neighbor's house three blocks to the left. (laughs) Then they come home, they won't know what's happened and wacky hell will break loose. Three, take a newborn child and lock him in a coal cellar for the first 18 years of his life. (laughs) Warp his mind and teach him to kill everyone with blonde hair. On their 18th birthday, give him a machine gun and release him into the world. The result will be violently funny mayhem. (laughs) Four. Hollow out your skull and fill it with jelly. Kids may need their parents' help for this. Then check yourself into a hospital. The neurosurgeon's eyes will bug out. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, perform the old soaring a friend in half routine for a small audience, but use a real saw... And no trick box. <laughs> the audience will think your friend's screams for help and gushing intestines are all part of the magic. The joke will be on them when they realise they were witnesses to a brutal and senseless
2: killing. <laughs> James's list of things. Nice. Very nice. Pranks. 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 That's good. Some things never change. I mean, those things are all still valid. To be honest, ranks. to be honest, could have written that yesterday. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't changed. Twenty I mean, years that's, later, that's so sad. I haven't changed in twenty years. <laughs> still think that that's all funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I'm so <laughs> awful. <laughs> eat well, eat well, without a lot of fuss. Eat
0: well, eat well,
1: without rigmarole. Eat well,
0: eat well. Look what's new and frozen from Swanson. Well. I, I have a couple of anecdotages. Oh, Anecdotal. nice. Anecdotals. Doses. Anecdoses Do they go with Anecdose. a wheel? The time when Mark learnt English Is that one of them? <laughs> um, anecdotes Is probably the word That I was looking wait, for Wait, wait I'll do it like Chris Say it again Anecdotes Pranks <laughs> You're welcome uh, <laughs> Alright Um these are these are actually related uh, in in a strange sort of way to man bites god. Um, that's us. That's the, <laughs> that's it. That is us. And uh, we would take great delight in texting our dear close friend Matt Ellsbury. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Comedian Matthew Ellsbury. That sort of um, puns. He hated he puns. He hates puns.
1: Yeah, it's true. We did do that. At yeah, all hours knew. of the day or
0: night. We knew yeah. that would enrage him. And it did enrage him. Yeah. And do you and have I, examples? I do. I, I have two examples. Um, and I was put in a headlock for at least one of these. He's a big guy <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah. He's a big guy. And strange he looks he looks calm, but he is violent. Yeah, he is, um, he's quite he, a physical Look, man. he's
1: a very funny man, but he doesn't
0: like puns. No, he and doesn't he, like he puns. He enjoys
1: expressing that dislike. Yeah, mm.
0: physically, physically. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pranks. Um.
1: <laughs> it works. I love it. The Chris Tompkins method gave him shit before, but it's really saving our asses.
0: <laughs> So one time I texted him. Um, I think this is the one I got put in a headlock for, but I texted yep. him. Not uh, easy over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a couple of weeks later when I saw him again. He holds grudge. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hi, Matt, and then all of a sudden I was in a headlock. Yep, he wouldn't let it go. He but was I, in a
1: hot air balloon at the time. So, <laughs> hi,
0: Matt, was a pun. Frank's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, fuck. So I texted him Matt I'm planning on <laughs> I'm planning on saving Sex until after marriage <laughs> And oral sex For later <laughs> Bang <laughs> Bang, <laughs> Bang. Uh, That's,
2: I mean, that's, that that's not deserving of a headlock no, <laughs> That is deserving of a, a handshake a, And a, and a, and a blowjob <laughs> <laughs> Yeah a hair job <laughs>
0: Uh, and then there was another one. It was, it was some years later, in fact. I think we, we petered off after a while yeah. um, um, because it, we stopped seeing Matt as regularly. And so it, it kind of got less fun because he, um, he well, would stop replying. He... Uh, but then like some years later, I, I, I texted him. Because every now and then, one would spring to mind mm. that I think I think Matt would not enjoy this. Because this was a pun that actually happened to me. Right. An actual real-life pun where I was doing my laundry in a laundromat. Mm. I uh, went to take my washing out of the machine once it had finished mm. and in the machine I found $70. Oh. Like a $50 and a $20 and it wasn't mine because <laughs> I didn't have that much money. No. Oh, I
2: feel like I can see where this is
0: going. And so I texted Matt, <laughs> immediately texted Matt, Matt, you'll never guess what. I just found $70 bucks in, the, in the machine at the laundromat. I think there were money launderers. Bang! <laughs> and he texted back something very rude.
1: Fun, do you Do you guys remember any of the any of the puns? I remember once actually making Matt Ellsbury laugh at a pun once, mm-hmm. and I've used the joke. I think on this podcast, I could be wrong. Um, I think I have. Uh, uh, but we were backstage, all of us. Uh, 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 we were performing at the Comics Lounge um, with uh, as Man bites God, and Matt was there, and he's performing as well. And as uh, Matt Ellsbury. As himself. We were, I don't know, I, I can't remember how we were talking about this, but we were um we were talking about the Olympics and I said that one of the best Olympic sports was water polio. <laughs> <laughs> and and Matt uh, Matt laughed. And before he knew, before while yeah. before he was thinking, and then I've never seen a man hate himself so yeah, much. Yeah. He, I could see him wanting to physically punch himself in the head. Yeah, uh, and possibly he did. He did. Matt once when I, I made a pun in a car, I can't remember what the pun was. I made a pun in a car while we, and I say we because I don't drive, but um, I, I think it was Chris was probably giving us all and Matt a lift somewhere after a gig, and uh, I made a pun. And Matt very quickly went, Well, Chris is driving, so I respect Chris, but James, he's just a fucking asshole. He <laughs> he in the back seat, he reached behind me, grabbed my seatbelt, and started strangling me with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was really there's, yeah. and people are like that. There I think like there are two camps in the world. Yeah. There is a pun camp and a not pun camp. Yep. I'm you know, I'm I've definitely I've pitched a tent. <laughs> In <laughs> the pun camp. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, but others, yep. you know, others uh, want to be miserable. Yeah. Because the problem is this. If you don't like puns, yes. then your job in this world is to go, oh, don't like that, every time you hear a pun. Whereas if you do like puns, your job in this world is when you hear a pun to go, oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I mean, that's better, isn't it? It's like mm. being in a... Ho- I, know, I know it's like being in a hostage situation, but just choose love over hate
2: man yeah james's soapbox (laughs)
0: um (laughs) pranks Uh. the second man man bites god uh related anecdote that i have about pranks yes
1: second man bites god anecdote (laughs)
0: um we were we were playing a uh, what was it like a three and a half month residency or something in Mm. um in geelong yeah Um, 11 weeks 11 weeks what's that that's nearly three months yeah um uh, it's a shame we didn't make it to an even twelve. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think
1: there, I think it was interrupted by Christmas or something.
0: We would travel um, across the uh, across to the other side of the bay once uh, once every week. Yes, for, for we were a, for we were fixtures
1: at the National Hotel, the Nash.
0: Yep. The Nash. We loved it.
1: It was a we great hotel. It was great it was place. Great its Deep
0: fried Mars bars. We yep. were there
1: every Sunday. We yep. were playing two sets in the front bar.
0: Yep. It was great. It was awesome. It was brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Time. Um, and there was we we became became quite friendly with some of the, the the people who'd come down every every Sunday to 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 watch us. And there, sure was, there was good, good people. Good people. there was one. They were regulars. Yeah, good uh, people. They were regulars. And there was one gentleman uh, by the name of Travis. Travis. And he uh, he he would he would he would always request an Uncanny X Men song. <laughs> and he would never play it. Um, we didn't know any Uncanny yep. X Men song. Yeah. Um, and we would uh, we, we would just get to chatting with him um, between sets and and after the show before we before we made our way back to Melbourne. Um- and the, I, I just remember this 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 story that I get a lot of mileage out of yes. because it is a great story yeah. of of right. of prank and revenge all coming together and um, dedication and dedication yeah. like tireless <laughs> tireless dedication. I've yeah.
1: forgotten this story. I'm uh, really
0: looking forward to it. It's sensational. Oh my god! Lots uh, of build up. So Travis. Uh, Travis. Picture a young Travis, a Travis who is eighteen, yeah, mm. and he's headed down to the Nash, um, a newly minted eighteen-year-old lad down to the Nash for a few beers with his mates.
1: A travestite. Yeah, yeah. No, mm. that's
0: not right. No. Sorry. Sorry, um, sorry, Matt. That was a travesty, James. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Matt. Uh, sorry again, if you're listening. Um, uh, and 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 his dad had said. I'll come and pick you up from the pub. And he's going, no, oh, no, Dad, don't come pick me up. I'll, or, you know, uh, yeah. Embarrassing. He's yeah. going, no, no, I'll come pick you up. And I, and uh, and he said, he said I'll meet you outside at, I don't know, 1 a.m. What's the time that your dad would come m. pick m. You up from time. the pub? I think uh, 1 a.m. No yeah. later. No. no later. No later than 1 a.m. Meet you outside at 1 a.m. And Travis wasn't outside at 1 a.m. But his friend, one of his friends, uh, was outside mm. um, uh, on the street, I th- having a cigarette. I don't know, actually, you're probably allowed to smoke inside, so who knows what he was doing. Yep. Um, uh, and and um, Travis's dad pulls up in the car, and turns out Travis's dad. It was quite late, so it must have been about one a.m. Travis's dad had thought, well, no sense getting dressed to go <laughs> to go and pick up Travis from outside the the Nash I'll just go in my pajamas so he's driven down to the Nash in his pajamas and he's leaned out the window and seen Travis's mate out on the street and he says I'm here to pick up Travis and his mate's gone yeah Travis said to come inside (laughs) (laughs) his mate's a genius his mate is a genius and then Travis's dad has gone well, all right then. And <laughs> I'm not here for a haircut. Not here for a haircut, and got out of his car in his pajamas and slippers and walked in, walked into the front bar of the Nash and announced, "I'm here to pick up Travis." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Travis, um, unsurprisingly, was incensed by this and very, very angry at his friend, and so began as his act of revenge, prank calling his friend. Yep. At very late at night, sort yep. of three, four o'clock in the morning, we'd ring up and not say anything and just breathe audibly <laughs> yeah, and then hang up. Yeah. Now, so that that sort of started when Travis was 18. How old do you reckon Travis was when we knew him? He he was mid-30s? Probably, 14? well, he was in his... I reckon, I reckon he was in, he's his, in his 30s. 30s. Yeah. I he was in his early 30s, yeah. maybe. Yeah.
2: He was still doing yeah. it. Yeah, 13, 14, 15 years later. Uh,
0: And in fact, this was how I came to know the story was because we were talking and then he said, oh, hang on a second and then walked off to a corner of the pub and prank called his friend (laughs) and then came back and he said, sorry, I just had to prank call my friend and then told me the story. And his friend at that point... Still had no idea who it was. And in fact, had told Travis that someone kept calling him. And even when he'd moved house, someone would continue (laughs) to call him. (laughs) Uh, Maybe it was a ghost.
2: (laughs) Pranks. Eventually, Travis would have had to succumb to uh, caller ID... Yeah. Uh, unless no, you can block your number. No, actually, he'd probably be dedicated enough to go down the street to a phone box.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. yeah I, if you? Travis is listening,
2: or if anybody knows Travis from Geelong, yeah, um, we'd love to know how that's going. Yeah, uh, and and especially if Travis's friend is listening, yeah, maybe
0: we've given the game away. Uh, his name's not really Travis though, and uh, yeah, and of the, course. The, the, the residency wasn't. It was really in Benalla, yep. wasn't it? Benalla, Bendigo, Bendigo, I think. Traugan. Yeah. Traugan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? Nothing. No. What the hell is,
1: oh, sorry, I wasn't listening for the last bit. But what the hell's wrong with you?
2: Good things from the garden. Garden. Garden in the valley. Valley of the jolly. Oh, oh, oh. Green giant. So this
1: is a red piece. Let's just do a red piece. Um, uh, 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 for music under this, mm. I would like there to be sort of sad, ominous music. Mm-hmm. And that would start now. It had finally come to this. Mark and Chris sent me on an anger management course. I think the final straw came during the recording of last week's podcast. Chris was talking about, I don't know, something, his usual thing that he talks about, whatever, blah, 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 Chris. Blah, blah. And I heard him use the wrong spelling of the word your. (laughs) (laughs) He said your. Y-O-U-R. But he meant... Your, Y-O-U apostrophe R E. Before I knew what I was doing, my hands were around his throat and I was screaming at him that he was ruining our podcasting credibility with his spoken language errors Mark was trying to pull me off him saying something like, stop it how can you tell he said the wrong spelling of your when he was just saying it I can tell, I can tell, I moaned his stupid voice said it stupidly I was crying uncontrollably by now We managed to finish the podcast But the tone was definitely a little strained after that And then afterward Mark and Chris asked me to attend an anger management program Or they wouldn't record any more podcasts with me The woman was smiling as she met me For our first one-on-one session I asked her if she was my anger manager And she smiled I'm your happiness facilitator she replied Yuck I said Your friends tell me That you need a checkup From the neck up <laughs> <laughs> She continued I doubt my friends would have used Such a trite expression I countered, It sounds to me like you need to adopt An attitude Of gratitude <laughs> She continued Can I adopt something that doesn't rhyme I replied "'All right, let's start by giving ourselves a big round of applause "'and a pat on the back,' she said. "'That's insane, and I don't want to,' I said. "'Can you tell me anything that isn't bumper sticker philosophy "'or from a meme that a sad, cat-loving wanker might share on Facebook?' "'I'm sensing a lot of hostility from you,' she said. "'Well, duh,' (laughs) I cleverly responded.' (laughs) I'm also sensing a lot of aggression. Well, aggression is a synonym for hostility. That's hardly surprising, I said. You may also be sensing rancor, malevolence, belligerence, detestation, or just some good old-fashioned hatred. When I said the word hatred, a bit of my spit left my mouth and landed on her cheek. (laughs) She didn't seem to notice. Gandhi once said... She continued. Fuck Gandhi, I replied. If Gandhi were here right now, I would break him in half and use his malnourished bones to stab at your eyes. You are a terrible happiness facilitator. I feel more angry and depressed than ever. Oh God, why are you so banal and awful? I'm not, she replied in a different voice. (laughs) Then she took off the large latex mask she was wearing Revealing that it had been Mark underneath the whole time.
0: It was me all along. This was just a little prank to get back at you for being so horrible to Chris the other day. I was stunned. And furthermore, you're not James at all. That's the best part of the prank. You've been Chris all along. Mark leaned
1: forward and removed the detailed latex James mask I had been wearing. I walked over to the mirror and looked at my reflection. I was Chris. I had been Chris the whole time. I'm
2: Chris, I said, but my voice didn't sound like Chris's voice. I'm Chris, I said again. And this time my voice sounded exactly like Chris's. I was Chris. And all of this had just given me a great idea of how to get back at James for being so nasty to me last week during the podcast. All I needed was a couple of latex masks. This was going to be the greatest prank ever. Oh God. The God. end.
0: Holy shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> about that? Wow. The inception of short stories. Holy shit. <laughs> For Christmas, uh, uh, my parents gave me like a, a massage voucher. <laughs> they give me a massage. <laughs> <laughs> Come and have your
0: Christmas present, James. <laughs> Take your shirt off. <laughs> Mum, it's weird. This is weird. <laughs> uh, oils.
1: They gave me a massage voucher and, and I went and, and, and I used it the other day. I had a massage and while I was on the table, I was thinking about, oh, we're doing pranks. And then that whole story just came to me. <laughs> and I'm going, I can't reach anything to write this mm. down. I've got to keep it all in my head.
2: Oh, I didn't enjoy the massage at all. I
1: desperately <laughs> trying to remember the concept of the story.
2: I was going to tell an anecdote as well. Mm, cool. Originally, I was going to call it an antidote, but that's a different uh, thing. Yeah. Um. When I was at school, you know that pranks—pranks, um, pranks. pranks are kind of pranks. Pranks are uh, uh, quite common um, on the last day of school. Yes, yes, and it's true. Uh, I don't
1: know what uh, overseas people call them. What do, what do we call them here?
2: We call it muck, muck up day. day. Muck up day, but I'm um, sure
1: other people have different names for it.
2: Which means we muck up. Yeah. Um, and uh, at my school, we'd had some quite clever um pranks because look the private schools tended to be the ones that got into the really nasty business that ended up with someone being arrested or uh, um or killed but um <laughs> uh, i think the the years above me did things like put a for sale notice in the paper um with the school phone number the principal's phone number direct line um Large property
1: in South Yarra. Yes. Mm. Uh, I remember and that.
2: Many, many inquiries. Um, another another time some of the Year 12s got some detour signs and put them on one of Melbourne's busiest roads uh, and detoured the all the traffic from um, that road through the school and out the other side, um, which caused a little bit of chaos. Geniuses. Uh.
1: Some geniuses at the school.
2: Yeah. Um, and by the time we got to, um, to our year, uh, I, I was in the stage crew. And so we kind of had access to the, the hall that the final assembly was going to be held in. And we had access to a lot more than the hall. We had access to the roof because we had to mount lights in the roof I know, <laughs> during story. shows. So we had this, uh, this great idea. And like I say, I hate pranks that are, that are cruel or nasty or, or hurt someone or make someone think that they've lost their mind. Um, so we decided that we would do a prank that would, would bring joy to the hearts of all of our fellow students. Um, what we wanted to do was create a snowstorm in the Memorial Hall at the end of the assembly. Uh, and we knew that the easiest way to do this was we were going to get a couple of bags of bean, of, uh, bean bag beans, mm-hmm. so foam, polystyrene balls. Yep. Um, and we would put them in the roof in the lighting holes um, and at the at a particular moment we would release the beans, the beans would fall from the roof and it would be a beautiful sight of snowing in the memorial hall. That was the plan. <laughs> we went we got some bean bag beans and um, the roof... Uh, ...in the Memorial Hall... ...because it's a very old school... uh, ...very traditional uh, architecture... ...very high ceilings... ...we were in a little bit of danger... ...and what we did was... ...we turned the bags upside down... ...over the lighting holes... ...and then put a a piece of cardboard in there... ...with a string on it... ...to stop the beans falling down... ...but we would pull the string... ...to let the beans out. That was the plan... ...sounded like a good idea... ...we got up into the roof... ...and realised that when we pulled the string... ...we were going to pull the bags as well... ...and it wasn't going to work. So... We got a couple of bricks, and we used the bricks <laughs> to weigh down the beanbag bags, um, so that when we pulled the uh, the cardboard out, they'd stay there and all the beans would come through. So the day comes, we've actually attached the uh, the cardboard to the air conditioning fan, so when we turn the air conditioning on, the fan will pull the string, pull out oh the uh, cardboard, and then the things will come down. We had a man back there in the bio box, ready to press the button. And as Nerd. we're sitting there in the, uh, in the final assembly for year 12, I was looking up at the lighting holes and thinking, we haven't really secured the bricks. There are six bricks, errant bricks sitting in the roof above a... Hall full of students. At least one of the bricks is above the $20,000 grand piano that was uh, was in the Memorial Hall. And also human lives, Chris. One of the bricks was above the teachers on the stage and four bricks were above 17-year-old boys with their lives ahead of them. Mm. And at that point... A terrible, terrible panic, and we'd seen these articles before, where where pranks had gone horribly wrong with you know end of end of school pranks where somebody had you know uh, fallen asleep on a railway line or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> What it doesn't sound like a very good prank. It's uh, <laughs> a bad example. And so I spent forty minutes sweating it out, waiting for the bricks all to <laughs> fall down and kill everybody and destroy the twenty thousand dollar baby
0: grant. Pre-signing your confession.
2: And uh, finally, the uh, the principal closed the assembly, which was the which was the signal to press the button. That moment came and went without event. And then students were walking out of the memorial hall, and I. And I forgot my fears about bricks and went, well, we had a really good snowstorm planned. What the fuck's going on? So myself and a friend of mine ran out the back, climbed the ladder into the roof, pulled at the string, and a single solitary (laughs) polystyrene ball fell from the roof and gently floated to the floor just as the last boy left the building. Well, it's probably why I dislike pranks so much, you know? I they're dislike go wrong because I'm not good at them. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to either go wrong by killing someone or not working pranks, at all. but no pranks, Chris Tompkins.
1: <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, so hang on, they could get into the roof and they could set up the balls. Why wouldn't they just stay there and then push the balls physically out <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: through the holes in the ceiling. Yeah. That's what I was thinking That's when what Chris we did started in the telling the story.
2: But everybody had left by that stage and we <laughs> <laughs> we just had to <laughs> clean up all the polystyrene <laughs> <polystyrem laughs> bombs. <laughs>
1: oh it my god, crazy. it
2: was pathetic.
1: A funny thing happened to James on the way to the podcast. Actually, a funny thing happened to
0: James on the way from the podcast. Ooh, a new twist. Yeah. A funny thing happened to James on the way from the the podcast. podcast. From the podcast. A funny thing happened to James on the way from the podcast. From the podcast. Listen to the sound of the funny thing that happened to James on the way from the podcast.
1: Podcast. Pranks. Pranks. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I caught the train home from last week's podcast. Yep. There was a very attractive girl on the train mm-hmm. okay. and I looked at her for a moment. She was just in my eyeline and as I did so, I was caught looking at her by a less attractive girl. The less attractive girl was wearing shorts and there were about 30 visible cuts on her legs of various sizes and depth, clearly made with a knife or a razor blade, clearly made deliberately. Just as things were getting awkward, an old woman who was leaving the train lost her balance and pitched forward. She reached out her hand to break her fall and only succeeded in violently pulling my iPod earphones from my ears. (laughs) She yanked them violently out of my ears and then apologised and looked very abashed and that diffused the whole situation
0: nicely. (laughs)
2: That is a funny thing. I don't know, right? <laughs> that
0: was great. I have a sequence of items. Okay, good. Hey Whoa.
1: Whoa, 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 Because I have James's list of things. Yeah. Yeah. But you have a sequence of items. Yeah. Well, I mean demark. question.
2: <laughs> I mean, what's that? Do you want a theme song?
1: Oh, uh, can I do you want to go? You should have a go.
2: Okay. My this is this is my theme tune for you. Mm-hmm. Mark sequence of items. You have to sing that every week. Uh, Chris, have-, have you delivered that letter <laughs> yet? <laughs> 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 I thought we needed something kind of uh electronic yeah. for uh Yeah, you know I mean for the
1: last fourteen years. Of Man Bites God's working relationship, I've been waiting for Chris to turn to me and say, fooled you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: not really an idiot. You're <laughs> not really an idiot. <sighs> it's
1: all a bit of, I don't really have a sister.
0: It's all been a prank! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: fuck. All right, Mark. So my, my, se- my
0: items uh, that I have in sequence is... A, um, they are... Impractical Jokes. Aye. Impractical. Impractical It's
1: a concept, everybody. The
0: length of the sequence is four.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, four impractical jokes, everyone. Strap in. Place a rug over a black hole and hide in wait for your victim to fall in and laugh as they appear to fall slower and slower towards singularity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, it's a physics joke. (laughs) (laughs) Tell a younger sibling that they are adopted. Convince your parents and the rest of the family to corroborate the story. <laughs> Bribe someone at births, deaths, and marriages to substitute a new birth certificate with false details. Have a stooge family come forward claiming to be birth parents secretly while they're asleep. Perform a DNA transplant. <laughs> Can I say
1: that uh, a great name for something? Stooge family. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, oh, I've just made dinner and the Stooge family are coming around.
2: Oh, no. We're
1: imposters. Oh, I've got the vicar coming around and the Stooge family are here.
0: There's three of them. One's bald and one's got a funny hairpiece. <laughs> Pranks. Late at night, pour gelatin into the ocean and wait for it to <laughs> set. <laughs> While your friend is asleep, yes. replace their house with a slightly smaller house. <laughs> Keep this up for a few weeks until they're living in a doll's house <laughs> and then balance a thimble of water on top of their bedroom door.
2: <laughs>
0: Mark <My laughs> sequence of items.
2: Impractical. Uh, <sighs> I like it. I like it. I have, um, I have some topical... Humour. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I do the theme song for this? <laughs> if you like.
1: <laughs> Chris does topical humour.
2: <laughs> I found an article about new... Uh, you know every year they add a few kind of popular words to the dictionary? So I've got some that have been added to the dictionary. Uh huh. So here they are. I'm going to read them for you. Okay. Uh, the first one is Facebookient. A person who receives validation based on the number of likes they receive for their thoughts no likes
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: remove from news feed Bieber a situation that's spiraling out of control i.e. lately our relationship has gone from bad to Bieber wickism a piece of information that claims to be true but is wildly inaccurate you tubular, the shape of a receptacle Primarily f- primarily full of rubbish for discarding mediocre items for other people to find.
1: I like tubular. You like. <laughs> I like it too.
2: Abitanoia. A fear that you've been metaphorically rectally raped over and over for the last 18 months. <laughs> That's an Australian joke. Narrow. Yeah. Uh, Narrow. Rorkanisation. <laughs> the situation after a plastic surgery procedure that has made the recipient look more like an alien. I.e. Mickey Rock.
1: Ah, oh, oh, raw organization, rock. no yeah. likes
2: Kidmanial yeah. um, A defiance cla- claim by a person They never had any plastic surgery When they clearly have Because they look more like an alien Kidman Kid, Kidman, Kidman Neil. Oh,
1: Kidman yeah. Nicole Neil. Kidman And yeah.
2: finally Idol Whilst already a word in the English language Described as A personal thing that is greatly admired Loved or revered A second meaning has been added Mundane, pointless, B-grade, celebrity-hungry hack
0: <laughs> Chris is so poxed
2: and, uh, <laughs> and that was a prank None of those words have been added to the dictionary
0: oh! I made
2: them all up myself You've Really? really? I, did, I, did them, <laughs> I did them myself
1: uh, Colour me amazed Can I, like, to, to return your prank Mark and I were playing along <laughs> The problem was you opened with Facebookian. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, why would people listen to this? So, <laughs> uh, anything else? Nah. Chris, spent.
2: Um, I.
1: You playing with your phone? Are you playing solitaire? I'm
2: trying, I'm trying to do something. You are
1: playing solitaire? I'm not. This is fucking. It looks like work. solitaire. It doesn't. <laughs> Put your fucking phone down. You're with people. Boop, boop, boop. I can't do
2: it. Why'd Don't worry about it? it. It's fine. Ignore it. Did you? Is it's that for a, a whole bit? Segment.
1: Is that You're for a bit? No, do it. You want oh, to do it?
2: Oh, but do it. it was no. But you can't do it because the app's not working. Oh.
0: <laughs> we're we're truly a modern podcast. I was, <laughs> Chris can't do his segment because the be. app's not working. I could do this.
2: Do <laughs> oh. Oh, what's that, Chris? Oh, hang on. Sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, it's all right. Hello. Hello now you gotta stop Hello. It. Oh. Hello? Uh no? No, we don't have a fridge. Uh No, Mr. Wall isn't here. Mrs there's no Mrs. Wall. We're recording a podcast and you've 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 interrupted. And it's Okay. Um yeah, yeah. Yeah, bye, Mum. Sorry about that. I just, somebody was prank calling me and I... uh Ladies and gentlemen,
1: our first ever podcast guest, one of Chris's many personalities.
0: (laughs) Uh, uh. Uh, Yeah, uh, anything else? (laughs) (laughs) Pranks. (laughs) Always leave him
1: laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, shit. Oh,
0: why the hell would you listen to this? Uh, uh, let's wrap it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so now you've realised that it was all a joke. <laughs> uh, this has been not only uh, uh, the end of this episode, but the end of uh, series four of Theatre of the World. Thank you so much. For listening, we really appreciate all the mm. support we've had and all the people who listen and tell their friends. It's really nice of you guys. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Um, uh, uh, if you want to know more about us, oh fucking would you? Um, <laughs> Theater of the is our website. Uh, you can look at, look at us on the iTunes. You can look at us on the Twitter uh, TOTW podcast. Uh, you can you can on the Facebook and on the thing and on the stuff. Mm. Um, so until we meet again, until all of us sit down and talk, except you. Uh, obviously you just listen passively But we talk uh, We don't listen um, I'm James I'm Chris
2: And I'm Chris too <laughs> uh, Oh this is my latex mask <laughs> I'm actually Stop Stop talking Mark <laughs> Stop talking. It was me all along <laughs>
1: God. Always leave them laughing Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye Bye
0: bye Find episodes and more at theatreoftheworld.com.
1: I think we're really well. Strongest season?
0: Prank. Yeah, I'd say. I
1: thought your stuff was great, Chris. Yeah, cool.
0: you're, you're on form. Want to go get a beer downstairs? Yeah. 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 Chris, why don't you beer. go down and. We've we'll, we'll, we'll just got to clean up some gear and stuff. Yeah. i will uh, meet you down there. Just going to give the floor of the studio a bit of a sweep. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. We're, we're right behind you, man. So I'll see you guys later. Yeah, I'll see, see you in a sec, Chris. Bye. Yeah. Bye. He's gone? Yeah, let's do it.
1: Chris's nan, she's alright
0: I had sex with her last
1: night Don't tell Chris he doesn't know That his nana is a whore. That's Chris's nan Talk about Chris's nan Chris's nan Chris's nan leads a double life Nana of the year and lady of the night She makes money She's no fool That's how she put Chris through school
0: It's Chris's nan Chris's nan Talk about Chris's nan Chris's nan
1: Licking out Chris's nan Chris's nan. Chris's nan. Chris's
0: nan. Let's go. Smell my finger. Smell my finger. Hey, smell my finger. It's been in Chris's nan. Sure has. I heard that. High five. This is man by God.